Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, back with you, back for another episode of The Coach, creating this new metal canon one album at a time. This week, we got an album for you, baby. We got Centox by Centox. This was a recommendation, I believe, from the great Vandals Can't Handles list. Oh, shit. Yes. And um, we were... Of course, taken by the song that we listened to, but we were mesmerized, fascinated by the album artwork for this album. And we said we need, Jenny, you said, I need to hear more. I need to know more. And yes, your search for knowledge, some say thirst for knowledge, is such that you went above and beyond. And we're going to dig all into that. So I think let's... Let's just dive into this record, Jenny. When did Syntax by Syntax come out? This album was released to in a physical form to people on March 11th, 2011. That is still, I would say, come back down, but it's 2011 is a little bit past the party. I think we had that discussion with Limp Bizkit. Like, we are a little bit past that party. Yeah, this is a this is very late era new metal record. We all have we can always say we, none of us have any history with Centox. This is a brand new listen for all three of us. Jenny, you and I listened, of course, to the album at least three times um, over the past couple of weeks. Matt, this will be a fresh listen for you. Yep. Jenny, we'll start. Who's in Centox? On this record, we've got Caesar two three seven on vocals and guitar. Steve Resnick Pedersen on vocals, Glenn Ellis on bass, Daniel Gomez on guitar, and Kaz on drums. All right. So, a lineup of boys. This record has no Wikipedia page. This record has. I did. They don't have any lyrics in songmeanings.com. This is an indie record. But do not worry. The internet gives that's how we were able to get some of this info on who's in the band and then jenny let's just dive into it you spoke to a member of this band i did caesar 237 was kind enough to actually get on the phone with me i had this is crazy in this year of our lord 2021 i spoke on the telephone uh to caesar and he was super nice and i will say i sent him a list of questions i said might be easier if we just talk and i went oh my god i'm about to call somebody i'm I'm about to have a (laughs) phone conversation with caesar from sendox Yes, and uh, we spoke for about 45 minutes. He was uh, incredibly nice, very generous with his time, um, helped me confirm some of the information we have. This release date, that's how I knew when it was actually out. They were doing a show with Fair to Midland and Periphery, and they had the CDs ready for that show. So he went back in time and looked up the date of that show, and that's how we got our release date. So Wow. 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 Yep. Also, another fun fact, Kaz, no idea what Kaz's last name is. 
Kaz. He was like, Kaz. Yeah, that's, I don't know the rest of his name. It's just Kaz. And I was like, all right. So it makes me feel less bad that sometimes I'm just like, and I guess this person's name is just this one thing. Like maybe no one Sometimes knows. it is. Sometimes so- it's just that. Sometimes you just meet a guy and he plays in your band for a little bit and he drops some tasty riffs, maybe some cool drum fills. And all you know about him is that you don't know anything else. You don't need to know anything else. Well, Jenny, let's let's talk about this album art because that's really what brought us to this party to begin with. Yes, that is correct. So the album art is a woman uh, laying on what looks to be a metal slab. Uh, she is strapped to it by what appears to be some sort of like metal braces, I guess. What would you call that? Yeah, they look like um, yeah metal metal braces uh, holding her down. Also, tastefully covering her nipples. Yes, tastefully. and let's see here. You we could have... say that these breasts are smushed. <laughs> you could say that, Matt. You could. Yes, they truly are smushed. So, <laughs> truly, them tats uh, smushed. smushed. Yes, they are. Uh, Her mouth is being held open by some metal stuff. And then there is, this is, of course, you'll recall from our Who's Tweeting episode, there's a tube, a vacuum tube in uh, her mouth. We were talking about, is this a shop vac tube? Is it? I'll tell you what. I got the T on this artwork. Here we go. That's a fucking vacuum tube. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we called it. Right. We We did it. We We coach, coach. (laughs) So it should be said that this. So uh, Caesar two three seven, right? As of this day, actually the day that we're recording, he's at a a horror convention. But this will come out much after that. But uh, he does do like horror art. He does like a lot of like really creepy art. So it's it's very much in the same vein uh, as the album cover. But he did not do this art. Uh, this art was done by Jeffrey Scott, also known as 1019, um, who does a lot of, of this, this type of stuff. And, um, about the artwork, you know, I, I had to ask about it. Uh, you know, I asked what was the inspiration for the cover art? Is this a real model? Is that a vacuum hose? (laughs) These questions. Uh, and, and he said, basically there's no like insane story behind it. He just, he wasn't really doing art at that time and he felt like he had to do it himself. Um, and that we'll talk a little bit about like the history of the band, but, um, there was a time that like, you know, he felt like he had to do a lot of stuff himself. And so they were really stressing about what art to use. Uh, they saw, he saw this image somewhere and it just really struck him and he was like, whoa, like I want to use this. Right. And, uh, so he reached out and asked if he could use it. Uh, so they got the rights to use it. Um, there's really nothing more to it than that. It was just a cool image to use. Uh, and he said he wish, you know, he could have just done it himself. If he could do what he does now because he would have just done it. But he was telling me that this, uh, is a combo of photography and Photoshop. So, this woman, he thinks the thing on her mouth is real, but what was like covering her boobs and everything that looks like metal holding her down was just like some duct tape and that was photoshopped to look like metal. What she's on is just a table photoshopped to look like a metal 
slab. So she's okay. She's just like probably on like a kitchen table somewhere with like some duct tape on her boobs as one does. <laughs> um, yeah. Now that, I'm, asked, now that I'm examining this smush, totally a Photoshop smush. Well, you know, also, I like that we're all, we're total new metal parents about this because we're all like, are we watching movies going, is everyone okay? <laughs> she Did John Wick really kill all those guys? <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> well, I mean, he also, it was funny because I asked, you know, like, does this cover like art play into the album thematically? And he was like, it almost couldn't have less to do with the music because <laughs> we picked out this art before like the the new vocalist and drummer were in the band to actually make this like it this art was like a done deal well before any of the lyrics were written anything like that and it was just really funny because he's like this has absolutely fucking nothing to do with anything other than you know they i guess they had been working on this record for a very long time and when they first started working on it the record industry was still such that like you would go into a record store and see an album's artwork and go like, whoa, I want to check that out just based on the artwork. By the time it came out, we'd moved a little bit away from that. But his thought was like, this is the kind of artwork that would really grab somebody and make them want to check out your band because it's just so striking. Um, which is exactly what happened for us, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know they were right about that um but that's what's up that's what's up with the album art i it is funny i i I do appreciate that they committed to it that he saw this album art and he's like gotta have it need to have it then they're writing the record and he's not at any point like hey guys can we just talk a little bit about a hose just in one song because i can confirm (laughs) did three listens had the got the lyrics no hoses talked about no hoses at all album art you nailed it i mean if i'll be honest for myself it's perhaps a little too striking (laughs) but um it definitely gets the job done so genre tags on discogs jenny it has a style it has a genre of rock and a style of new metal that's exactly right oh and uh, it lists no labels, so they were never on a label. This is a 100% indie release. This is an indie release. Okay. The boys and Centox are doing it for themselves. Centox no longer together, correct? That is right. They did break up. Doesn't sound like it was anything dramatic. They're all still buds. They're all still on good terms it just sounds like unfortunately financially it just got to be too much to try to keep going um and we can talk more about that as we listen but um caesar had a lot to say about just just how tough it is to try to make something really happen for yourself so they this band was like a california la based band that's where they're all from um so you know they didn't move out to Los Angeles trying to make it or anything. That's just where they were all from. And so they were still in that scene, which is like super duper saturated, trying to to get everything going for themselves. But we should uh, say this album produced by Sean Zuzek. Oh, yes, indeed. Not familiar with Sean outside of this record, but uh, well done. I think, I mean, 
we, now that we have a little clarity on the hose, that's great. Now I think it's time to dive into these tracks. Let's do it. Uh, up first, we've got Take Cover. Sit down and play some fucking music. say it that's a hot open indeed very hot open very hot open very hot it takes you on a little bit of a journey i was not expecting the smooth vocal the the first time i heard it it shocked me i was like whoa because <laughs> yeah. i was like here we fucking go we got the smooth vocal and you know i i always get i'm a little scared of a smooth boy mm-hmm. uh but as my listens went on i really warmed up to that uh, I, I really like this song a lot. Yeah, I wrote my notes. We get immediate riffage. We're crunching, we're rocking, we're chugging. Screams plus singing. This is new metal AF. So I was very happy to hear that. I you know, I love it when I hear a record and I'm like, unequivocal new metal. There's no question. There's no debate, you know? And I, I thought that was that was great on that front. I was also a little thrown initially by the Smooth Boy vocals, but... And I was texting you about this little Jenny. They're very raw. They're not smooth in the sense of, you know, in issues or something like that. Or like when, when Fred really smooths his out and something like rearranged. This is a little more raw. This gate this took me back to those early apps when we used to do a band like Factory Eighty One. And, you know, they're just raw like they're smooth. But they're not so smooth, and no. I was I was into it. And also, they got some they got some heat behind them. I mean, honestly, it never he might be smooth, but these riffs nothing smooth about these riffs. And so I was I was enjoying the heat on this one. Um, bad relationship song, perfect. Always down for that. Matt, how'd you feel about Take Cover? I felt like they were taking the new metal notes. You got everything in there. You got the you got the corn esque, uh, you know, vocal treatment there, but strong chug, got a strong chug on that. Strong, very strong chug. You've got 
you've got great screaming, love that scream. Then you kind of you've got that new metal vocal treatment, you know, when he's singing a little bit smoother. And uh, yeah, that's uh, take cover. That's a that's a ripper. Matt, you like screams? Ah, oh, you know I love them screamy screams. Then I need you to go three hundred five. What? Okay, buddy. Here we go. Three oh five. Yes, please. What's that yes, like? A, please. Is that like a seven-second scream, something like that? That's what it's all about, Put right that there. That in my ear holes. Ugh. Yes. You know what? Yeah, just going through this. Uh, the lyrics. I mean, the lyrics off the top. Old, cracked, and rusted dream machine. It's all turned to static. Strike match. Light fuse. Combustion. No time to panic. No time to panic. I feel like I should be panicking. Based on all that imagery right up top, these boys have set a precedent with this first track. That's right. Okay, you want to check out the next song? Let's do it. All right, up next we got Above Them All. secrets but no one to share them with they might go away if you don't let me in sober and speechless alone on the floor again it's been so long where to begin let down rise up If I'm a new metal doctor and someone comes in and says, Doc, I need some new metal stat, pump above them all into the patient's veins. You're getting it immediately. Immediately. They will get their new metal fix immediately. This is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. Also, hooks. Ah, I love this one. I thought this was great. I had I had more I had more exacting notes, but I'm just going from a gut right now. This shit's great, Jenny. <laughs> it's certainly new. I'll say that I wasn't sure at the top. I think I just I like the screams so much, but listening to this, I think it's sort of like been a little bit of like an evolution for me over the time listening to this podcast. Where at one time you gave me anything that wasn't a scream. Or a rap, and I was saying, leave me alone. Uh, I did not feel that way with this record. Um, to me, I was like, this is very, very new. Um, the The song itself has like a very fun swing to it. Still a lot of crunch. Um, I dug it. Matt. I'm with you, Jenny. But like, 
the song wins in the end. The uh, the vocal treatment on I Have Secrets and I Don't Have Anybody to Tell Them just feels a little not my normal speed. Like I like a little bit more edge on the vocal, but then he delivers it. Like he gives me that later in the track. So I'm okay. But like when I hear that, I go, I don't know. I don't know if that's my thing right there. I have secrets and no one to tell them to. Like, it's like, I also like sometimes when stuff like that hits me, I will have a moment of being like, ooh, like spoopy, like you have secrets. And then I'm like, I'm 37. <laughs> so like it should probably hit me like that. But if I heard that when I was like, you know, in the age that I would have been when, you know, new metal was really my thing that I was digging into. Or even like a little older than that, you know, I just I wonder how much of like when I hear stuff and I'm like, oh, God, is it because I'm like almost 40 years old and it's not for me? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. At a certain point, sometimes sometimes tells you I've got secrets and you're like, we all got stuff going on, honey. All right. <laughs> like, <laughs> great. Good for you and your secrets. But I was actually it was, you know, you know, I've been listening. I've been you know, listening to the album in my car, not really paying attention to the lyrics too much, looking at this album art, and then I go into these songs and dig into the lyrics, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of an uplifting song about, this is, I've, I've got secrets, but no one to share them with, they might go away if you don't let me in, so but head down, rise up, breathe in, let go, and smile. Do you know, keep climbing and find a place to dive above them all. Now, the dive line, you know, you could read that either way. We've certainly had some songs in the past, some head PE songs that have that sort of diving imagery and what have you. But I, I look at this more of like climbing above your issues and and and, and diving into them without fear. I, I found this to be an uplifting track, um, which is not something you normally find on uh, new metal records. And, uh, I think it also like for track two, like cements like this is who we are. This is Centox, baby. We're gonna do the damn thing. Um, this also has uh, a pretty sick scream outro, um, as as these guys tend to do. Because um, uh, most of these songs, I mean, uh, they're um, they're all a decent length. They're all between four and five minutes long. But I didn't really ever feel that any of them were overly long i felt like they were taking advantage of the time that they had jenny yeah i agree um i was you know i listened to this album several times more than three actually uh and not as many as i listened to corn's first album but more than three on this one for me (laughs) and i was surprised to see how how long the songs were because it doesn't feel that long when you're listening to it um Something about this, I'm, and, I, and I don't know the answer to this, but uh, when I was talking to Caesar, he said that they had been working on this record for about four or five years before they actually recorded it and put it out there. So the stuff that they were working on right before they broke up, I guess, was much, much heavier than this record is. And he said that he was worried that by the time it came out, like the time for this had passed and some of the songs he said, you know, they just, it doesn't feel, it didn't feel like 2011 because we'd been working on it for so long, 
But when they were recording with uh, Sean Zuzek, who was in a band called Daughters of Mara and is now in another band who I can't remember the name off the top of my head, um, but it's with somebody from Darkest Hour and I like Darkest Hour. I'll come back and tell you what it's called. But by the time that they were working with him, they did come in and add some of the newer elements and like the way that they wanted to go as a band. And I wonder how much of those screams are that piece of it. Mm. Cause like you said, like there's like a lot of like scream outros. Cause he said like we would add bits of the newness to the songs. And so I wonder if that's like where those scream outros came into play. I mean, if they were smart addition, cause it, it, it makes every song, um, truly peak at the finale um which is what you want you know as opposed to you know a song where you listen to it and you're like all right next up next up people keep it moving but with, yeah, with these ones it was like where, where does the journey where is Sentox taking me next jenny was there any talk on the, the name of the band you know i didn't even ask about the name of the band i should have i failed <laughs> There was a point in the conversation where I looked and I saw that it had been 45 minutes and I was like, I should stop asking this man questions. He has things to do and life. So I don't know. I don't know. All right. Okay. The great mystery of the name. We got to leave some things to to mystery. And it's not at all because I just didn't ask. It's intentional (laughs) mystery. Ah, yes. Um, all right. Well, I think we're I think we're ready for the next one. All right. Up next, we've got Coraline. So my first question, is this a tie-in to the stop-motion animation Henry Zelzik film, Coraline? Also a question I did not ask. <laughs> but, I mean, they're into spooky art, right? Mm-hmm. Could be. I, so, I feel, yeah. Yeah, the lyrics were not written by Caesar. So the music was written by Caesar and Glenn. Uh, and then Steve... Resnick, I guess I should call him his name. I don't need to call him by his government issued ID name. <laughs> Resnick did all like the lyrics and everything. So I don't know if Resnick is a spooky boy as well, but well, the description of Coraline in this song it says meet Coraline seems an average girl to the wise, soft hair, 
innocent eyes, perfect lips for perfect lies. Coraline. Coraline? <laughs> you coral liar. Ugh. More like Sorry. it. Mm-hmm. Got her. You know what? <laughs> you did get her, you know? <laughs> you know, I, mean, I really got her there. <laughs> you know, it's it's that thing, though, of just like, you see somebody, that's a liar's mouth. <laughs> liar's mouth. Liar's mouth. Hey, did you meet my uh, my new friend? Yeah, the one with the liar's mouth? Yeah. This song, it's got a bit of a swing and a sway to it, some chunky bass. Um, this was the record where car listen, pretty good. Speaker listen, all right. Headphone listen, that's the stuff. This sounded great on the old headphones. Hearing a lot of corn influence that kind of came out more on the headphone listen. Sounded great. Sounded great. I actually think that the headphone listen is the ideal way to listen to this record. Um, we get a little tool town near the end. There's, of course, a scream section. Very hot. And, uh, yeah, I wrote in my notes, is Coraline damaged and no one is trying to help her? Or is she a sinister figure? Possibly both. You know, okay. could be a little bit of both. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Matt, you've got nothing but a mouth of truth. What do you think about this song? It's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that hard truth. That hard truth is, yeah, this this song at this point in this album completely makes sense. Um, yeah, it's okay. It is not my favorite song that I've heard so far, but it is exactly where we need to be in terms of pacing for the album. There you have it. Jenny, any other thoughts on Coraline? No, I agree with what Matt said about the pacing. Uh, so let's see. Let's see where this takes us next. Next track on this record, Coward. I'm going to say something right now. These guys are like taproot, but good. Interesting. Because I was thinking about it, you know, and, uh, you know, I think about you a lot, Matt. Full disclosure. <laughs> and um, one, of, one, of the, one of the most famous things that you've said on the show, Matt, is what do you want, what the, do pit you want the pit do? to do? Matt, is you, your thoughts on the pit, the pit being instructed, the pit having a mind of its own but often the pit is just taking the cues and what do you want the pit to do and if you go back to the taproot app taproot was giving you smooth with the crunch but with a stop start 
they would smooth it out to a point where it is, yeah, the pit is ready. And now the pit has stopped. The pit does not stop with Centox. The pit is constant. There is, they, they, you know, even when they smooth it out, the rifts are still coming. It's still there. The movement, they don't do that stutter stop. They don't do that slow down. The movement is happening. The drums are continuing. Maybe there's a technical term for all this. I don't know. I've only been doing a new metal podcast for five plus years. But these guys are doing the thing that you wish Taproot could do, would do. I've you know only listened to two Taproot records. Maybe they change things up later on. But based on the evidence I've had so far, they don't do it. These guys are doing it. And this song, when that riff hits up top, I went, oh, fuck. That's what we got here. And when the smooth vocal comes in, I was like, I'm not worried because I know they're going to bring it. And do they bring it? They scream the word coward. <laughs> yes. Thank yeah. you. That's what you want. That's what you want. I loved it. I got some other things to say, but I want to go around the room. Jenny. Uh, I agree with everything you said. I really liked this song. They, I think you described it perfectly. They never stop moving. They keep it moving. And maybe that is where I get so caught when we smooth it out sometimes. Like I want things to keep moving. And I, I completely agree that happened here. When I, I did ask, uh, I asked Caesar, what, if you have a favorite song on, on the record and coward was the one I can see why. Yeah, absolutely. Matt Nas. Yeah. You know, I hear this song. I like this. Song. I, I know that the pit is not confused. They're bopping to this one. This is a bop bouncing around, having a good time. I mean, as good of a time you can have for being a coward. You know, you know, it's, but here's the interesting once again, driving around listening to this record, I'm like, classic move. Calling out the fucking cowards. Call gotta, them out. Gotta call out call, them cowards. Call them out. But Can you, you imagine yeah. a coward having fun? <laughs> I'm just like trying to imagine like <laughs> cowards day at the beach. Just coward on a roller cowards coaster. Cowards can't have fun. That's uh it's tough to like for me to like think of somebody who's like the embodiment of like cowardice like just doing jumping on a jumping on a trampoline i can only imagine (laughs) them like cowering you know i i don't know why anyway that's just where my brain was keep talking about relevant stuff (laughs) no i'm i'm loving the idea of just a coward (laughs) attempting to have fun a coward well on a trampoline he's just gonna lay there you know he's gonna probably sit on the back of the roller coaster like a true coward and um he'll get his wings with no spice like a true coward that's just how he'll be. There you go. But lyrically, what this song, what type of coward we're talking about? I don't understand you. There's no motivation. The world could be ending before you start the day. Stop there. I've heard the excuses before. Your dream lacks passion. Your dream lacks passion. Mm. When I hear something like that, I wonder, is this a song where he's talking to himself about, because we all know, like, it's one thing to say, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to be in a band. I'm going to do this with my career. Whatever. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. But it's another thing to say you're really going to do it. You know, giving it the old lip service versus making it happen. Your dreams lack passion. I got to tell you, we've been doing this show a long time. That line 
delivered the way it is, cutting, cutting. And uh, I thought it was very effective. Very, very effective. And uh, once again, you could look at it as, yeah, calling someone out, calling out a coward. Or just saying to yourself, have I been a coward? Do my dreams that I've put out there that I profess to people, are they for real? Or do they lack passion? Do Mm. I need to do more? And uh, I like that I gave that, that this song pulled that much thought out of me. So definitely, this is also a highlight of the record for me as well. And Jenny, in your discussion with Caesar, you found the song in a video. That's right. He said, the one that we made a video for. And I went, video? <laughs> hmm. Because up top, he's like, I don't know where you found all this information. And I was like, oh, you know, I just uh, dug around on the internet a little bit, but apparently not too deep because there is a whole ass <laughs> video for this song, uh, which I had not seen when I spoke to him. So I didn't get to ask any questions about that, which I almost reached back out to ask about but i was like be respectful of people's time so i didn't but there is a whole ass video for this song um i will say video not lacking passion i'm gonna say right now this video is goddamn amazing (laughs) it's i i mean we'll say clearly shot in a low budget the band is performing in what looks to be i think it's like a conference room maybe in like in a but like it's a beat up conference room like the the tiles and the ceiling are missing you can see exposed pipes but also the drummers performing in front of like windows that have blinds and you might be able to see some people in the hallway behind it i don't know but it's very it's 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 low budget but it's it's like this band it's a little raw and they're going for it a hundred percent and we've seen a lot of videos before shot low budget you know sometimes you see it uh, you know a band before they break and you see that difference when they get the budget behind it but these guys are bringing the heat for such a low budget video and then on top of that you've got um they still get inventive they got some shots where they attach the camera to like the uh the ends of the guitars and the bass so it's kind of you know traveling up and down as they play as their hands go up and down them strings baby and uh and then you've got this storyline which did not go the way I expected. Um, Starts with the lead singer. He's in a room by himself, lone light bulb, and there's a gun on the table and a bottle of alcohol. And I was like, oh boy, what have we got here? Here we go. So then another guy walks in the room. It's one of the other members of the band. I think it was the drummer first. And he sits down, and it's a game of Russian roulette. And I was like, oh boy, we're getting... We're getting crazy. Talk about cowardice. Oh, boy. And Jenny, what happens? Because <laughs> it did not go the way I expected. No. Uh, I, I believe it is. I can't remember who it was first, but, you know, they take the shot and they don't. I don't know. It wasn't the chamber that had the bullet. And they're like, phew, thank God. Pass it across. Singer says, you know what, buddy? <laughs> Fuck this. And he just shoots the guy. Doesn't shoot himself. <laughs> it's a different kind of roulette being played there. 
And uh, and that seems to be the running theme for the rest of the video is that the rest of the band keep coming into play what they think is Russian roulette, and then the lead singer just shoots them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is one way to get out of it is just, uh, just keep shooting everybody. You know. And uh, I don't think I was supposed to laugh as much as I did, but I had a pretty – at a certain point, I think he's just like – just cutting these guys down, like just like shooting the shit out of them. I was like, okay. Yeah, right. at a certain point, I was like, <laughs> man. I mean, I'm I'm certain that there's like more. I I think that this is like not meant to be taken literally, right? But right, yeah. Uh, I and I think especially like at the end, you see there's some sort of like mental confusion situation going on. But at first, I was like. I mean, they should just stop going in there. <laughs> like, Shouldn't there be a pile of bodies on the ground? I'm like, like, ah, don't go in there. I mean, obviously that wasn't, it wasn't to be taken literally, but mm. it did, it did make me laugh a little bit when I was just like, ah, stop <laughs> in there. Um, I mean, I mean, the thought, maybe if we're going to dig into it, the thought is you're playing this game of Russian roulette. This other guy's willing to play when it's your turn. You're just turning it back on them. When are you going to take the risk? When are you going to take the chance? That could be it. That could be it. That could be it. Heavy take. Very fun. I enjoyed this one a lot. I had a, I had a lot of... I mean, yeah. I was watching this video just like he just kept cutting these band members down. And I was like, oh no! Don't go in the room! Don't uh, go in that room. Don't go in there. I was say, if two people are playing Russian roulette in a room... And one doesn't come out. I guess you might assume that, like, you know, they got the bullet. So now everything you do is going to be like, I can still play, but it'll be easy. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe. Just don't play Russian roulette, I would say, would be my main. Yeah, I would don't, say don't do it. Don't, don't do, do that. It. Don't play that game. No fun. There is a killer finale on this song, and I feel like we should hear it. It's at 325. All right, here we go. Three twenty-five. Darn near at the end. All right. Believe to see Dude. <laughs> they really do leave it all out there, uh, which I super appreciate. Absolutely. All right. Let's do this next one, baby. All right. Up next, we got Whatever Ever After.
these guys like to write pre-choruses and choruses. And they're pretty damn catchy. This is one catchy-ass record. I'm it, it, The fact that this was not on any kind of label is very shocking to me. Because I feel like we've heard some records that have been on some majors where you're like, hooks, anybody? Anybody got a hook? And these guys got hooks for days. Um, Yeah. Very impressed with this one. Bass work giving me some Mudvayne vibes, which I'm always happy to get. Um, Content-wise, I mean, we're talking about watching these cities burn and, you know, we'll find when they fall, we built, we burnt our own prison walls for a day only dreams will recall. Is this a Wake Up Sheeple song? It just might be. Wake up, Sheeple. Wake up. Jenny, where do you stand on whatever ever after? I I really liked it. I also had a similar thought when I was listening to this. I was like, this song kind of sounds like Money in the Bank to me. Mm-hmm. We've listened to so many records that I feel like are trying to do what this actually pulls off. And it's just, I don't know. Like, it made me think about when I was talking to Caesar. He was saying, like, basically... It's just so fucking brutal when you're out there, because if you don't have money, either funding from like a record label or if you're not just like if you don't know people or you're not independently wealthy, you're just kind of fucked. And he was saying that, like, literally everything costs money, your gear, practicing, playing shows, recording demos. And he said it's just like blood draining and they were trying to tour the country and it was just so hard because they didn't have any help and it was just getting harder and harder and harder um it was just like financially overwhelming because he was saying that like they dumped like he said their wallet and heart and soul into pushing all this out there and they just couldn't catch a break they kept getting ripped off um and he said that he watched like a lot of bands even before them go through the same thing where he was saying like, it's basically like you just, everybody wants a piece of you and everybody wants some money from you and you're just kind of left with nothing. And he was saying that like, even he watched bands that had kind of gotten bigger that they had played with go through like a similar thing. Like he specifically mentioned like orgy and taproot as bands that had like gotten big and then like fizzled out because people are just like leeches you know it was like a bummer to hear him talk about because like it sounds like they were all in and it was just too much i mean that is a common thing that we hear about you know in these songs about you know leeches in the world and stuff like that but i mean this is also is, is makes a strong point i mean there is i i don't believe really a, a strong I feel like I should know more about this, but I, I I feel like there isn't really any sort of like really strong arts funding of any kind beyond like a fine arts thing you can get here in the United States. But I know in Canada, there's like yeah. an entire uh, industry built around funding the arts and funding it of all kinds, like not just, you know, you know, what considered like highbrow fine art, but like uh, lots of types of different type of art. And I know um, Sweden has a lot built into that type of thing as well. And I know just, you know, reading up on the various things of, of what it takes to, to create anything, I mean, you really just need, you need the money for the time, a lot of it, you know? You just need that time to create, and uh, and that's like the toughest time to find, 
as we find making this show, just finding the time to create it, can be a, can be a real time suck. So I feel for these guys 100%. Credit where it's due, though, they got the record fucking made. Yeah, they did. That was one of the things that when we were talking, he was like, I'm sort of embarrassed it took this long and it took us that long to like get the record out. And I was thinking like, why? It sounds like you went through fucking hell to get it made and you still fucking did it and put it out. And it's good. And it sounds good. Yeah. Like it does not sound like shit. Even like the video. Yes, you could tell it was low budget, but like it was well put together and like it's a lot of work to make something sound good and not look like yes, complete is. shit so like I, I don't know i think of it you know it seems i guess like from where i'm sitting it's very easy to say it's a win because i just learned about this band like a couple months ago and i listened to it and i'm like it's great and they had like <laughs> you know 10 years of like struggle or whatever just like good job but <laughs> Yeah, I mean that you know life's journey. You know we we're always looking at it, it's like, dude, you made a you made a fucking record. We've never made a record. You no, know? we have not. We have not. We have not sat you, down. If you move more than twenty units, uh, you've sold more of one thing than we have. Roach Coach Tees. Roach Coach Tech. Roach Coach. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, you know what? Let's do this next one. All right, up next, we've got Remember Me. Now that I'm not alone and I'm beyond your control, I hope you found what you wanted, you won't get it from me. Like your soul, you've lost your mind Cross your fingers, hold your breath I'm sure you'll find them in Remember me, buddy. I felt, I felt this one. Matt, are you about to get Remember Me lyrics tattooed on your stomach, buddy? Oh, forehead. Oh, shit. Forehead. Right. Oh, my remember, God. How can you be more unforgettable than having Remember Me written across your Wow. Forehead? There you go. Wow, Matt. Oh, my Say Lord. Say what you mean. Say what you mean. <laughs> Say it. Speak your truth, Matt. Remember me. <laughs> <laughs> not a question uh, a statement a statement yes. of fact yes oh my lord um this song you know i mean we have a consistent sound to this record and then we get here and i was like they're not done they got more tools in the toolbox for one the whispered time love it when he whispers time 
I was like, yes. And what's crazy? He only does it once. They don't do it again. If anything, that's my note. Give me more whispered time. Love it. Love it. Then, I'm digging these lyrics. My stance on this is very strong, but I've got to ask the question. Is this song about a ghost? Now, we know, Lauren, you're a firm no-ghoster. Firm no-ghost. Ghosts are fake. They're not real. They're not real. Um, But listening to the song, I was like, based on the creation of ghosts in popular fiction, could we be dealing with a ghost here? Jenny, Jenny. you are our resident ghost expert. You're a firm pro-ghost. All I'm saying is that Lauren will eventually be killed by a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) For me, ghosts! Ghosts are all talk, no action! Come for me! Oh my god. You are going to be the most haunted bitch on earth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying! Put that across your head. (laughs) Most haunted bitch on (laughs) earth. I'm going to get most haunted bitch right above my ass, All right, I get tramp stamp of it. I'm telling you, ghosts... Last I checked, can go through walls, locks, no problem. Where you at? Where you at? Where wow. you at, ghosts? All right, you Where keep at, you keep doing this, buddy. I'm telling you. I I I brought up my anti-ghost chant uh, thing with someone and said, like, you know, I've been talking about, it, I've been anti-ghost on the show pretty publicly lately, and they said, odds are no ghosts listen to your show, and I was like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> that just that hit me hard. <laughs> I was like, wow. We can't nail the ghost demo? Ah! Well, here's no. the problem. You can't put earbuds in to 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 the to the you know, you can't you can't you can't put them in. That's tough. To your ears. That's um, tough. Yeah. The other tough problem is ghosts. that it's tough for ghosts also cuz ghosts are not real. Okay, well, you know, we would be to the <laughs> Whatever it is, 300 down pound pound bloodhound gang. If we were counting ghost reviews, and all the ghost reviews are like, ghost, this send those Apple reviews. <laughs> That's right. We need some hot ghost Apple They've reviews. Got their, yes, it's like whatever streaming service is for services the beyond. You know, oh, go, you know what? You know what it is? This but, is what it probably is. Ghosts are listening to the show. They can't write in or send in your reviews because their hands go through the keyboard. It's so <laughs> frustrating because they're trying to like yell at you for saying they're not real. But just keeps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's tough. You're going to be super unpopular when you pass over, Lauren. Yeah. You'll be like, do you not believe in yourself? I was like, I'm going to oh, have boy. to do a lot of work as a ghost. Be like, he didn't know. Like, you told him a million times. I'm like, it was different on the other side. It's going to be like a whole You know it is. Whole thing. You don't remember what it was like when you were alive. Yeah. It's going to be like a whole, like, it was a different time. There's no excuse. It's, it'll be like Earth, but different. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yes. Um, Jenny, what'd you think of the song? Oh, the song. <laughs> <laughs> right. The song. Yeah. I, uh, I liked it. Again, like, what I I feel like this band knows well I don't know if I hadn't had the conversation I would say I feel like this band knows who they are and I still think that that is true but it's interesting to like listen to this at the context of the fact that they were kind of evolving as a band but but these songs you can tell that they had written them and played them like so many times before they actually recorded this I feel like the 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 songs are very like well honed, I guess. 
I would say. Yeah, there's not a lot of fat, and um, they sound tight. They sound very in the pocket. And, I mean, we haven't gone through the whole record yet, but I don't think it's a spoiler to say this is a very cohesive record. There weren't, there isn't anything on this record where I was like, what? What? Like, you don't feel like, oh, these are the songs that were written in 2007, and these are the songs that were written in 2009. It, it all feels of a piece. It all feels of a consistent sound. Which, I mean, knowing that they spent that much time on it, is, it's kind of miraculous that it has such a cohesive sound. So credit there, because, I mean, Lord knows that's tough to pull off. I think the one thing is that I would have liked, there were some couple parts where I thought I would have liked the drums to be a little bit more pummeling. I love, I love a little bit more pummeling drum. Um, that's like my only note. Um, and I enjoyed it. Um, Matt, uh, you just stepped away for a second. Are you? Did you set up your, your tat appointment? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going to uh, Eternal Tattoo, and okay. uh, yeah, and then I also lit a candle for you. Oh, <laughs> to protect thank you, you from some ghosts. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, also, says a lot about ghosts that Matt can write, light one candle and they go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> wow, wow. Sounds like sounds like ghosts. You know what? Are You're cowards. Go it sounds wow. like you need the next song. The rest in peace. That's right, baby. The R.I.P. up next. can't tell me that that isn't the uh, the ending credits to a freddy jason movie just waiting to happen let me tell you i saw halloween kills last night and if the r.i.p had played over those end credits i would have been like perfect but i mean they played like john carpenter synth so that also made sense but i mean this thing honestly this chorus this sounds like something that should be on you know 97.8 the x you know what i mean like this sounds like this sounds like money in the bank to me um also getting those like two or three you changed me sung and then he screams you changed me yeah i'm into this i'm into this this is also this one this is the type of chorus 
I want to see them hands in the air. I want to see them hands in the air. Let me see those hands. This is a hot one. Jenny? Yeah. I, again, I agree with you. Money in the bank, you know? And I guess it's it's probably painful to hear us say this because money was the fucking problem. Like, mm. they all still wanted to do it. Um, but they just couldn't. Um, I did. So there is a statement that if you Google this band, you'll find across different, uh, different, different websites, different places. And the, the statement is, and I asked about this, so I'm just going to read it and then, you know, tell you a little bit about what Caesar said. But the statement is this album has been without a doubt, the longest labor of love we've ever invested in. It's the product of years of the blood, the sweat, the tears, the lineup changes, the show cancellations, the half-assed sound engineers, the shark managers and promoters who trade in traffic and false hope and dreams for cash, the overall frustration that comes with this line of work. But on the other hand, it's also the product of all the support, the encouragement, the love, the good times, and the personal growth that we've experienced both collectively and individually. And it's those experiences that we encounter that make the other ones tolerable. Um... So again, I mean, it kind of like what you were saying before, like, it seems like they do come out of this, like, positively, you know, at least the way that they're looking at it. But it's tough to hear a song like this where you're right. It put this into a million other circumstances that we've talked about on this show, and it makes sense, maybe even more sense, probably a better song. And it just like, I don't know. I guess probably like talking to a person in the band, you know, sometimes when we do these records, sometimes I'm not really personally thinking about each member of that band and how much work they put in and, and all of that, you know, but like reading this and, and talking to him, I was just like, fuck man, <laughs> that's tough. And even like talking about the lineup changes, you know, there, there was a singer and a drummer that was different previous to this. And it sounds like it wasn't really working out well with the singer and Caesar said, I'm going to let him go. And the drummer was like, well, if he goes then I go, she said, I called his bluff and he followed through. <laughs> he did. Wow. I was like, all right. <laughs> but I mean, it seems like the, the lineup that they did, they did end up with, you know, the vocalist really turned out super well. I think the drummer sounds great too. Some more pummeling. Sure. But but nothing bad going on here, you know, RIP. <laughs> They're all alive as far They're as I alive. know. Oh, that's They're all good. alive, yes. They're all good. Um, Matt, what'd you think of the RIP? You know, I feel bad, you know, like, because it's good. It's it's right in the pocket. It, it's taking the notes. It's a good album. I'm enjoying it, but man, I, I just don't know, kind of just some, a little bummed out for Centox at the moment. But this feels like end credits or, you know, like, yeah, this feels like, woo, we just took the ride type of song. We're resting mm. in peace, baby. Yeah. Also, lyrically, we're talking about toxic relationship. One hell of a breakup song. Let's put this bad relationship to bed forever and let that shit rest in peace. You got to know it was bad when he says, let the rotten decay. How bad was the relationship? Uh, he said it was rotten. <sighs> oh, boy. Tough situation over there. Yeah, I mean, there's also a line here. 
Rehearsed goodbyes finally spoken out loud. Rehearsed goodbyes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Who hasn't been there playing that over in your head? And you're like, I got to speak this out? Once again, these guys pulling from pulling from real life experiences. Well done. Anything else, Jenny? On the mm. R.I.P.? No, sir. Let's keep going. Up next, right. we've got Bitter Pill. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Matt, you are getting lost in the Centox zone. I'm like, oh yeah. I usually turn it off after the. I was, I went right back in. I went You're right back, back in. Matt, are you going to get a bitter pill tattoo underneath the "Remember Me" tattoo? Remember me, bitter pill back of my neck. Ooh, there it is. There it is. And then everyone's just be like, Matt, what's with all the head tats? And you'd be like, fucking Centox, bro. Matt, we'll start with you then. <laughs> you feel I was in the zone. Pill? I was loving it. I felt very good about it. I wrote in my notes, riff, exclamation point, it, exclamation point, up, exclamation point. The screams are back. This one, though, the verses, incredible. Chorus, felt a little samey i think like we've kind of gone over this a little bit on previous tracks but still pretty hot song jenny yeah i agree i mean i i feel like this maybe isn't i don't know started out super super strong maybe overall this isn't one of my favorites on the record but where it is sequentially makes sense not mad about it i'm here for it Mm mm-hmm um bitter pill i feel like a a bitter pill is a common new metal trope love to see it love to see it but the 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 song seems to be about i wrote my notes message of the song we blew it and i don't know if this is a we blew it as society song we blew it as a relationship song but in any event we blew it that shit 
is a bitter pill. True, true. Now, I I did ask about musical influences, right? Okay. uh, what I heard when I asked what I heard, what what he said was that Corn was one of the bigger influences. He said they created this project thinking it would be somewhere between Corn and Breaking Benjamin. It did get heavier as time went on. Um, but there was something in that conversation that I almost couldn't wait to share with you all, but I wanted to wait and share. <laughs> okay. Um, I asked about when you're first starting out, what are you doing? And it, and it turns out that Caesar was in another band when they first started this project out. And this is what he said. It was a long time ago. He had this project going called demolition pit. And then he said these words, imagine a funk Pantera. <laughs> Whoa. And I started laughing and I was like, I will. Need somebody to order something funky. <laughs> a funk pantera funky ken no, i'm be- in all right ken's in yeah ken i mean i did i don't know we actually never we did a lot of assuming what kind of music you're into based on your name but what are are you into pantera no but a funky pantera <laughs> i would be all right well you might want to check out a band called demolition pit if you can can find anything uh yeah so just so you know ken any other band that you like you could infuse a little funk that's what i always say funky ken away bye ken yeah i he said imagine a funk pantera but not as good is is what he said (laughs) said it was like an early 90s metal band but the guitar player was kind of all over the place like uh hendrix like funk guitarist then they had to like adapt to each other. So it was like most of the band was playing that like Pantera, like early Pantera sounding stuff. And the guitarist is just very funky. So they were trying to like adapt to one another. Um, I, I couldn't find any demolition pit. And he said it would probably be pretty tough to find. But somebody says the words imagine a funk Pantera to me and my head almost fell off. That was like within the first 10 minutes of our call. He said that and I was like wow i need i need a minute to recover oh my well if there's any demolition pit we'd like to hear it i mean it makes sense though that funky ken would not be into pantera Pantera. because a song like walk no 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 a song called maybe strut strut yeah (laughs) that's more his more his that's uh, what i'm into baby (laughs) um do have a quick question how respectful of our time is this album uh, this record comes in at 45 minutes and 30 seconds. 10 tracks, 45 minutes, dream come true. There you go. Very respectful. Um, we do, we, I, I totally forgot what I meant by this, but I would like to find out. I wrote that at 350, I just wrote the word swallow. So if we can just hear it really quick. From Bitter Pill? From Bitter Pill. All right, 350. 350? It's damn near the end of the song. All right, here we go. (laughs) He's talking about (laughs) vacuum tubes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That shop vac. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There it is. There it is. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about these songs that even if... So the songs are on the longer side. Like Lauren said, they're all about four or five minutes, but none of them like fade quietly into the night. They all end so strong. It just makes everything clip. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's great. We got two tracks left. We ready for the next one? Let's do it. Here we go. Jaded. I was more on it on that one. See, I'm back. I'm back. I guess I was a little jaded. Oh, shit. I'm glad Man. it was a, not a cover of the Aerosmith song, Jaded. <laughs> You're glad? <laughs> Let, let's get some more Bobo in here, baby. No more Bobo. Get a sweet uh, honk on it. Yeah, just a quick honk. Oh, quick yeah. Honk. I got to get that harmonica into my baby's hands before she's big enough to try to choke on it, you know, <laughs> but that it's still... Yeah, all right. I got something to do after we stop recording. <laughs> Gotta we make my baby honk video. on Bobo. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wrote in my notes, we got some bendies going on here. We got a bit more bounce, um, strong chorus. Um, and this one, we're talking about that thing, like this world, this world is full of so much shit. Make your ass jaded. So what type of shit? shit? What type of shit you might be thinking? I don't know, Matt. How about triple X every day? It's making us numb. Every day. Just nothing but triple X shit. And I'm assuming they're not talking about the Vin Diesel movies. <laughs> Either way, it could it. make you less sensitive to some things. Could. It could. Make you less sensitive to Vin Diesel. That's a true tragedy. <laughs> Ah, uh, uh, man. Jenny, what do you think of Jaded? Again, I liked it. I mean, I do think that the band, I, I think we know who they are. Some of the songs are kind of sounding a little bit similar at this point, but also like, I don't know if that that's necessarily a bad thing. It, I think it works, but I wouldn't say that there was anything in Jaded that stood out to me either. It's still a good song. Um, but it, it, it wasn't necessarily like, oh, like if I'm going to point you to a track, it might not be this one, but it's still pretty mm-hmm. good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, you know, and also we got in, you got to get in one about just how this hedonistic capitalist society, it can fuck you up. You just got to get one in. That's true. One in. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I mean, plus, I mean, Matt, 
you're dealing with triple x every day all day Most, mostly state of the union the second one with ice cube correct okay uh, strange, strange position to take. Most people don't pick that one, but that's that's, that's where the hill stay. I will die on. Dying on the hill for that one. Um, but yeah, this. Uh, you know what? I mean, I'd say because I'd written my notes that we were kind of in a in a very same samey sounding lane at this point. But also, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't fix that, baby. If you got a cohesive sound on the record, no need to get all wild. Now, I was expecting, perhaps, to maybe get a slow boy. Mm. You know, one ballad, something, something, for, something to just slow things down a little bit, you know. But, spoiler alert, they do not do that. And you know what? Good for them. Yeah. Stick to your guns. Stick to your guns. All right, we got one track left. That is Point of No Return. Robot on the titular line. I love it when that happens. Oh, man. Rocking right out the door. And you know it's the last track because they say right at the top, watch and wave goodbye. I was like, oh, okay, it's the last song, right? And it, it was. It was. Asked and answered. I would say this is this is another one, perhaps written more than a decade ago, but still relevant today. Talking about, you know... We might be at the point of no return. Our sons and daughters have to clean up this mess if we leave anything for them to clean up. Wow. Wow. Makes you think. Makes you think. Truer words. Truer words. Jenny, how'd you feel about point of no return? I thought this was a great closing track. I like that we got a little bit more noodly than we than we had been. Uh, this, to me, was a real... Hands in the air, lighters up situation, but didn't didn't slow down too much. Uh, but it just felt a little more anthemic than some of the other tracks. I thought it was a great way to go out. Matt, point of no return. Uh, big fan of uh, the outro tracks. Um, you know, when we get a little introspective, we get a little bit of a, hey, this world we're living in, it's pretty crazy. Maybe we need to figure out 
what we need to do before we hit a point of no return. There it is. And I know you were wondering, though, like, I mean, it seems like a little noodly, perhaps a little softer. Is there some screams, though, in this track? And the answer, my friends, is yes, if you go to 240. Oh, well, why don't we go there right now? Wow, there it is. And that's the record, Centox by Centox. And now it's the part of the show where we talk about... Cannon talk. Talk about the cannon. Jenny, we will start with you. So I have mixed feelings, right? I really liked this record and I thought it was very good. I don't know if there was anything on here that felt essential necessarily, but I do think that this record is different than a lot of records we've listened to in a few ways. One being the release date itself is just sort of like in this kind of like this weird middle soupy area of new metal being received right like this 2011 is probably about as bad as you're gonna get in terms of people being like new metal you're talking about that right like uh so and also like we haven't done too many records that are just truly straight up like the the labor of the band no label whatsoever just totally you know, a labor of love and, and so much time. So there is something that feels kind of special about this record to me. Um, and it is very good, but for the canon, I don't know. And I'm curious about what you all think. So I wrote my notes, the Suntox came to crush and we've got rippers. We've got screams. We've got singing. We're hitting all of the buttons. We're checking all the marks. And there's no slow boys. And for an indie record, production is really on point. I think it gets a little samey in the back half, but it never lets up. And it's more than solid. I don't think the whole thing goes in. But I feel like Coward crushes. And I think it's really, really good. And I would say Coward. I would put coward in and maybe if we could do something with that video because that video is bananas i don't know if that's a new metal junk drawer situation um which if you're not familiar if you don't remember the new metal junk drawer a place of love not quite to the canon but just something that you want to every house as you said jenny has a junk drawer or just those things that you when you need it that's where it is be it some mints or a band-aid screwdriver battery scissors, scissors um uh, or, a paint my numbers kit of a yeah. little duck that's one mm-hmm. thing that's in my junk drawer right now <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely 
or you know the video for coward just a possibility throwing it out there uh matt thoughts i was delighted by this record um kind of took me by surprise um surprised how much i enjoyed the vocalist especially by the end of the record i was i'm on this band's side and uh i'm sorry that it didn't work out because that you know that's unfortunate because that's kind of something that unfortunately happens you put your fucking heart and soul in something and it doesn't work out the way that you want to so i hope everybody's doing well and all that now for the canon yeah i don't think the whole thing goes in um yeah coward is coward's got my vote though i just like coward i'm good with that what's your other one lauren there was I I have coward. It's all I'm an all coward guy over here. Yeah, I, uh, coward coward for the canon, coward music video for the junk drawer in the new for the junk drawer done nestled right next to Fred Durst blowing up a boat. <laughs> there you have this it. feels right. It does feel right, and this album felt right. Thank you, Centox, for this record. Thank you to Caesar for taking time out chatting with Jenny. Um that's great we yeah. uh if you listen to the app we hope you enjoy this app coward in the canon centox in the new metal canon welcome welcome and i do want to say when i was talking to caesar he said if he could pull a miracle out of a jar which is a phrase i'd never heard before in my life but i love it <laughs> he said he'd track an ep and fund a tour with those dudes and you know the roach coach bump has been a thing so stuff they were working on was even heavier so hey you know just put it out there into the universe maybe we could get these guys a win i do want to say i looked it up the dude who produced this sean zuzak his new project the dead year it's pretty good stuff i also want to say check out caesar 237's art just go look it up it's good. And he also does a, another project called Nightmare Carousel. Might be your thing. So thank you for talking to us. That was super generous. Yeah. Thank you so much, Caesar. Absolutely. And you know what? Yeah. The Roach, listen, the Roach Coach Bump, it's real. Mudvayne, don't know if you caught, they're back together. <laughs> Definitely because of us. Definitely because of us. Edema, back together. Um, System of a Down put out two new songs. Do the math. How many new songs did they put out before we put this started this show? The answer is zero. After two, the math is there. New metal math added up. Oh, right. I almost forgot a very important thing as well. Uh, if you mm -hmm. actually want to listen to this whole record, you can go right over to Centox's SoundCloud and download it for free. It's available for free. I highly recommend giving it a full listen. You won't be disappointed. Absolutely. Um, I'm also hoping that maybe someone can get all the Centox lyrics put onto songmeanings.com so we can spark some discussion there. And also so I don't have to go to these other lyric sites that got mad pop-ups, all right? Too many pop-ups about, I don't know, Pink putting an album out, Tyga. I don't need this shit. I'm just here for Centox, all right? <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Uh, and that does bring us to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're Roach Coach on all of those. Of course, you can get in our DMs or send us an email 
at roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Of course, coach with a K. And uh, also you can support our Patreon, Roach Coach Podcast at I'm sorry, I did that all wrong. You can support our Patreon at patreon.com slash roachcoachpodcast. And until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank, thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. They say love is like a